There's no title screen, no poorly translated congratulations text on a black card, no acknowledgement you beat this absolute piece of fucking eight trash shit whatsoever. I hate this fucking game, Jay. I cannot fucking believe you like this game. <laughs> the imperial schools of honor podcast i am josh folan and i am jay Baxter, and we are going to be bullshitting about the formative years of console gaming as we revisit the periodicals that covered it again this is a game app burning apocalyptically into our crts today adventures of dino ricky on the nintendo entertainment system is the game of choice and emulation disclosure as we always do about this time i emulated on estopia on my pc with the nes advantage piped it into it via my Tomy USB adapter. Jay, how did you play? I played this through OpenEMU software uh, on my Apple desktop computer uh, with the standard NES controller with a USB contr- uh, adapter. Hot. Please rate and review the podcast. Be part of the ISOH movement. Give us validation on, on your podcast platform of choice in the form of a rating and review, and we'll read it here on the pod. And wouldn't that be fun? Uh, <laughs> what are we jamming on now? What are you jamming on now, Jay? So many things. I feel like I need a, an entire episode for this. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, we got nothing but time. The bills don't play till 10 a.m. tomorrow. So, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, went back to Minecraft Dungeons. You know, we originally I started playing that with Zion and we started playing with Jesse, you know, because we were able to play cross play. Um, but that kind of ability was stopped shortly after it came out. Uh, so we went back to it and ended up beating the game, like me, Zion, and Zeke. So that was really fun. So got the went and bought the DLCs for that and excited for that. Um, also been getting really back into Elder Scrolls Online again also. Sick fuck. Oh, man. Well, a lot of it really, <laughs> it's got to do with Courtney as well. She got into it again, and she's playing it and back, like, back leading the social guild we were part of again. And so I will have to say... They did open up uh, a new Western Skyrim section, a DLC, which has a really cool like underground portion that I, I got to say is super fun. So it's 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 more fun than I thought I could have because I would pretty much at this point thought I'd done everything. But of course, you know, they add on more DLCs. I'm still playing. <laughs> kind of a little bit blown away that they're still dedicating any real effort towards like support and new content on it it's fucking been around for so long dude I guess, I oh, clearly, clearly there's sick fucks out there like you that start sticking around though so they're gonna give it to you're gonna <laughs> well it's funny because like i would think that because you know after i had done like all the veteran content and like all this hard modes and all this stuff and over and over and again it's kind of like well i think i've done everything and I kind of just take a step back like to leave and have the game still be thriving and obviously working for Microsoft and being able to see subscription numbers for certain Elder Scrolls Online stuff, it's kind of like people are still playing this game. Like this game is still popular. Yeah, that's that, that's fine. That's actually that's exactly in the vein of the thing that I stopped myself from talking about before we started recording. But again, I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but then that, and then also, 
really cool thing. So at Microsoft, we have this giving month where, you know, we do a lot of philanthropy and a lot of just giving the different causes. People can give to whatever they want and the company does an internal match. It's pretty cool. Um, but one of the things we do as an Xbox employee is like they have this gaming tournament. And so um, as part of it, there's this Game Pass tournament where they do 24 hours. They announce a game and, or announce three games and you have to go submit your highest scores for these three games within 24 hours. And so I signed up for that and gave a lot for that. And I've been gaming a lot because of that. And so like, I won't bore you guys. How, how do they the track? Games? How do What's they track? Like, do you, I mean, is, is it like fucking old school Nintendo power? Do you have to send in a Polaroid of your high score <laughs> or, or what? <laughs> a lot of them, you just take screenshots uh, of your scores. Uh, Some of them are like team matches. So there's like a, somebody who was like, emceeing the match basically like we did a call of duty one and there was somebody emceeing and a halo one and so yeah it's really fun but like i posted one of the one of the a screenshot of one of the games i found which is this game level head really fun platformer like a little robot uh like puzzle platformer game but yeah there's so many games out i will probably talk about each one of them for the next several episodes that we we do just because like i'm still playing them over and over again but a lot of good games that's cool. Yeah, I was gonna say, like what I was gonna say was that it, it's that would be one of the like working for a a gaming company. One of the tougher things about it is it would be imp- like you know the only thing that keeps someone who's really into gaming from playing everything and completely losing every uh, iota of free time in their life is basically just a lack of ability to 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 like catch everything flying out into the universe <laughs> like the shit yeah. is fine you don't know about it and that's like a, a boon because otherwise you'd be like oh that's fucking cool and you would you would fuck with it but if you were for a gaming company it would be much more difficult for shit to fly by you <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah that that's the that's the thing man like these there's a legit like six games that i can easily count that had i not worked for microsoft i'm not sure i would have ever heard of them or played them right you know but they're freaking amazing. And it's like, oh, man, like everybody, like there needs to be a separate like section of like highlighting these games some kind of way. I don't know. Anything else? No, that's pretty much it, man. It's been lots and lots of that. <laughs> lots so, what, of that. so what's the best one out of this? Tell me the bet. What the bet is? It, is it that platform that you posted or? That's that's a really fun one. I'll say like moving out was one of the ones, but we've talked about that on our previous yeah. podcast. Uh, that's a fun one. But there's there's this one. Uh, I, I kind of that kind of fell by the wayside, man. That game, I that I, we I get pissed off playing that game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fun. Like it's, I think it's much more fun, like with the kids, just to do like throw on assist mode and have it more fun. Okay, yeah, see, I, I'm too much of a prick to play the assist mode, even though it constantly tells me like you should turn on assist mode. Like it, like maybe it hears me yelling. I don't know, but it's like if you turn on assist mode, you'd be less pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I hate how inexact the player mechanics are it makes me so upset well the it's funny because because i played it so much to try to get gold level scores on this during this tournament i learned that like the different things react differently like like if you carry a refrigerator like if you swing your body it will swing the refrigerator like you would like if you were trying to carry it yourself. Oh, like, sure, yeah. I mean, it has, it, like, that's the thing. Like, it, it, everything has inertia to it. Every or everything has a its own, yeah, inertia factor to it. So, uh, but but I think also the players just generally 
have a kind of just a looseness to them, you know. Um, and I mean, and that's also inertia. That's also physics. But it, it it it's it's not realistic. And yeah, I mean, the varying degrees of it with different objects can be particularly frustrating because you know that is true. <laughs> that is true. Anyways, um, but there's one game. I think it was called Lonely Lonely Hill. Like it's like a downhill biking game. Lonely Mountain. Oh my gosh, this game so much fun you're basically riding a bike down these mountain trails and the graphics are it's almost like a realistic 3d claymation type of graphic like there's no face like your your biker is just like a blocky guy riding a bike but it looks so real like in a i don't know like a claymation set toy set type of way right like it looks so gumby type shit kind of man kind of but i don't know how to explain like you just have to to check it out but or maybe nightmare for christmas nightmare before christmas would be maybe a a more (laughs) a more modern (laughs) reference maybe (laughs) so even though that's also incredibly outdated (laughs) but much smoother now because it's updated and and upgraded to 2020 (laughs) but yeah it's it's really fun because even the crashes like the blood is like blocky splatters like it's just the controls are really tight really fun it can be really frustrating, but also just a blast to play. So I would have never probably tried that on my own, but have having found that, like, it's just a fun game, you know? Word. Cool, cool. Uh, well, on my fucking uh, little gaming front, I'm still playing Paper Mario, and nice. it's good. It's good. Uh, I guess... It doesn't. I don't think it has like an overall percentage thing going on with it. But based on kind of what I've gathered to be the story, I'd say I'm maybe half-ish way through. I've done uh, a few of the like the the major benchmark uh, data points in the story are these getting rid of these streamers that are wrapped around Princess Peach's, Peach's castle, and they like go out into the world, and you got to go to where they, the other end of them, and uproot them from whatever they're attached to, and that's kind yeah. of how you progress through the major plot points of the game and i've done i think half of them so i'm guessing i'm about halfway through the story so that's good a a more probably interesting thing uh to talk about is i the retro game guys pod kicked off their new pod season with og doom like Mm -hmm. pc doom and or like the entire ip they didn't do one specific game but they Listening to that for like an hour and a half led me to downloading Doom 2 on Switch, and they're super cheap, dude. They're 4.99. I, I I had a little bit of store credit even, so I paid like I think it was 3.05. I paid for <laughs> for Doom 2. <laughs> so I mean, clearly there's just no no getting past that being a good value. But there's I was you know one I haven't played in a long time, so just I've fiddled a little bit with some of those. Heretic, Hexen, Doom, some of those games on inter- on the uh, Internet Archive has the DOS box emulators that you can just play shit like that on there. So I've like diddled with them a little bit, but that's not really you're playing with your keyboard and like, I don't know, it's just not really conducive to the way you're used to playing games these days. So doing it on Switch, of course, just makes it more accessible and puts it on your TV. Da, 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 da. So it was, it was it was more accessible in that regard. But they've also tweaked the controls and spent time on that to adapt them to specifically the Switch's, you know, modern, of course, controller. Oh. And, yeah, like, using the haptics for a little bit of a uh, an exact uh, aiming capability, you know what I mean? Like, you like the, mm-hmm. you, you, you can still move 
you know, you it's a dual stick, of course. So you, you know, you're still moving. You're using your right stick to to move major uh, aiming efforts, but mm-hmm. the fine tuning can be done with just your just moving your hand, your the, the the controller where it's angled a little bit, and that's like a really cool, neat touch that I'm surprised probably was not the smallest <laughs> thing to into to incorporate into the programming of the game doing the port. So I, I kind of am very appreciative of taking that extra effort for a five dollar download. You know what I mean? So I was kind of impressed by that. The shoulder buttons allow you to blow through the weapon selection, which is kind of like that game's all about just like how are you massacring things, you know? So like the ability, <laughs> yeah. the ability to blow through the weapon selection and kind of just like pop a couple caps in a demon, flip over to the chainsaw and butcher up his buddy. Like the, the the ability to do that kind of seamlessly and without having to like reach off and hit hit button one like you or button two like or, or rather key two on your keyboard like you would have had to do back in the day playing that game it's like a little clunkier getting through your weapon selection so this this uh doing it on the controller was, was makes it a little more fun too so yeah i mean really i think fucking uh, said for the value i cannot stress how good it is <laughs> wow man yeah. i am i am so impressed to hear you say that i doom 2 was such like an experience for me on the pc like as as a kid, like I loved it so much. Like I, I, I just expected it to be a terrible thing on the Switch. So to hear you say that, I'm just like, wow. Yeah, get get it for Switch. It's great. And I mean, and you know, I, I, just the it's so far back that you're it's going to be like playing a new game. Basically, you're not going to remember anything for the most part. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> and, and and there are two. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's it's still you know they, they did not update the sprite work or anything. It, it has the same aesthetic to it, which no. I, I think is cool. But that should I expected rather that to leave me a little wanting and it, it being a little limited on just how everything looks, you know. But like I went, I was playing last night and I went into this dark room, dude, and like I there's a there's a switch to the right and you hit it and it turns on these like very specific like vertical light beams that cast light into that cut light into this otherwise completely dark hallway that you're going through and like dude it's fucking impressive how how well it made me feel scared or like that that feeling you're supposed to get in a horror first person shooter you know what i mean that i did not i did not expect it to be able to do because of how old it was so nice yeah classic yeah. remains a classic yeah I'm, I'm pretty impressed so yeah i've been playing that probably more so than paper mario even the past few days but beyond that i've decided when i finish paper mario i'm just going to bite the bullet on whatever that Baldur's gate master edition costs in the nintendo store so that's that's my next <laughs> thing uh, i'm not jamming on it yet but i will be as soon as paper mario is done i've kind of made i've committed to that idea so that's it now let's do our best to not go all angry video game nerd here and objectively discuss hudson soft's adventures of dino ricky Yep, potentially the greatest game ever. <laughs> that was the stage one theme, one of the classic songs that I remember from a child. Uh, from being a child rather and Josh what is this amazing game about tell us Hudson Soft's Adventures of Dino Ricky is set in prehistoric times where ancient dinosaur creatures ruled the adventures of Dino Ricky began 
A courageous and intelligent young man, Dino Ricky is determined to establish mankind's future in this violent age. Dino Ricky must explore and fight his way through deserts filled with quicksand, sinking lotus swamps, dark caverns, and deep canyons. Dino Ricky will need all the ancient knowledge and items he can find before facing the dinosaur bosses. Tyrannosaurus, Pteranodon, Monsterfly, and Giant Cobra. Ooh. Yeah. What kind of game is this, Jay? This fantastic game that you love so much. <laughs> this is classified as an overhead shooter, which I kind of I find kind of odd, but I also kind of get it. So yeah. <laughs> we'll go with that. Word. It was released in September 1989. No day, so no notable happenings, really. I didn't want to get into the fucking monthly billboards. I was too upset this month or this this <laughs> this cycle, so I didn't I didn't I didn't dive any deeper on it. <laughs> and uh, as far as the artwork and shit goes, the cover art is it's illustrated. It has our hero Ricky hopping a lily pad laden pond to karate kick a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the face <laughs> and a pterodactyl or pteranodon, pteranodon I guess is probably what it is more so than a pterodactyl even though I think like I will use those two interchangeably throughout this probably and pterodactyl to me is just the one that's more common I think it's the exact same thing and and, and, yeah. Uh, and it, yeah it's like you know the the pointy beaked flying dinosaur with kind of the bat like wings going on so one of those is approaching, and Ricky is holding a rock in one hand and a stone axe in the other. It's pretty fun art, I'd say. I, I like it. The back of the box has four screenshots, not the Pro Forma 3, so Hudson Soft really fucking coming correct here. And <laughs> the the King Cobra boss battle is the figurehead screenshot, which is probably a good choice. That's, I would say, maybe the most visually interesting boss to the close second, probably the fly, but... The it all it also has the exact synopsis copy I just read, which is is what's also in the manual, and in flawless podcasting segue fashion onto said manual, the manual is twelve black and white pages with a full color cover that's the same as the box cover, of course, and pages four to five give us an item and weapon rundown, and in addition to the usual stuff, there's there's boots that speed up your movement, there's wings that allow you to fly. And there are stars that destroy everything on the screen, kind of like an apocalypse pickup. <laughs> and uh, the weapon upgrade tree is, or rather goes, rocks, axe, boomerang, torch. And four was fewer than I expected. I was kind of, I was, I don't know, I, I, in my memory, it was a little more varied than that. So it was kind of a little bit of a letdown. And I think in the gameplay, it acts as such too. I was a little bit, some, some more versatility there would have been nice, I think, but... Anyhow, pages six to seven are a really nice-looking boss breakdown, and there, as we already described, there's the Pteranodon, Trinosaurus, Monsterfly, Triceratops, and Giant Cobra. And as I'm reading this, there's no fucking Triceratops in this game. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so what the fuck is that manual talking about? Okay, that didn't occur to me to, to go back and double. And I mean, that's I wrote this down from the manual, so it definitely says it in there. And I think there's actually the pictures in our key art, I believe, from that boss breakdown illustration so yeah what the fuck man do we miss a bonus stage uh there so it also has some volcano background art going on a little rudimentary rookies running through the scene so yeah it's just uh this this two-page spread is, is pretty cool looking and page 11 is a full blank page titled memo yeah did you get that memo jay which is <laughs> <laughs> office space quote central opportunity there i was very excited about it even though Maybe I only find that funny these days, considering that's a 20-some-year-old movie. 
And unfortunately, my scan had nothing here, but I'd love, love, love to look at a gallery of scribbled on copies of this manual. <laughs> oh, yeah, it would be it would be an incredible little art installation, I think. What kind of fucking history does this game possibly have going on with it, Jay? Surprisingly, not a lot. Um, it was actually released as Shin Jinri, the new type in Japan. And uh, with, I think, Ricky had a different color hair, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't say I'm surprised that there's not uh, a bunch of depth to be found in the in the background of this game. That's not surprising to me. And on that note, the economic analysis, uh, fuck this game. I'm not financially analyzing shit for this game. <laughs> so let's talk about the playthrough. <laughs> that is the stage two theme bringing us into the playthrough on this video game and first up is the title screen as it goes and this is an okay title treatment above a high score number with the ricky hero sprite next to it kind of cute and uh i know it's just arcade holdover stuff but why in the fuck did no one from this era decide high scores were a dumb thing on a machine turned off after every play like why <laughs> why, why did it stick in console ports of arcade games or arcade style games? You know, I just don't see what the fucking point is. Like, well, because if you didn't, people would be like, "Why don't I have a score? I want points. Like, uh, I need things to collect." That's what. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Perhaps there. This this visual is accompanied by a cute little music ditty. demo at all which uh, maybe they're just sparing you the additional repetition of having to look at this this video game that you're about to get into you're gonna look at it enough here why why make you stare at a version you're not even playing so you fire the game up with start and the control hud situation there is a heart icon life meter that's in the top left corner and there is a score in the top middle and there is a lives count in the top right with a little Ricky head next to it. And I would say the controls are remarkably simplistic. It's a like a, a top-down but slightly behind angle that you're on, Ricky, uh, your, your, your character. And you're like looking at the back of his head at all times, for the most part. I mean, when you, when you, when you run side to the side or back towards the, the player POV, even, you know, the sprite does turn. It's not like it's... A, a, they skimped on that, but you're for the most part you're always moving forward. And the only time you really see his face, if if that's the case, is when you get whacked. He'll like turn around and do this little spaz out thing while he <laughs> flashes, you know. And I guess that that's also kind of cute. That's probably you know the one thing I would say about this game is it's they it has a very cute aesthetic to it uh, when you're not like absolutely furious you, you, and you can enjoy that aspect of it. Just say it. Just say it, Josh. You love the artwork in this game. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Sometimes, not always. There's a. It, it feels a lot like what it's clearly my life. Like you said, it's a, it's a flying shooter. Like that. It's it's crazy to me. I could not shake how much I felt like I was playing a flying shooter, despite this character is for the most part walking around on the ground. You know what I mean? And yeah. that I don't know. That it, it, it's weird for that reason. I think but, you know what it's it's funny to look at it that way, considering the games like this that we have played because of this podcast i can see now like as a kid i'm pretty sure i played like this game before i played those you know what i mean whereas now it's like i could see how it could be weird to you right yeah i mean yeah we play with the uh what the fuck jeep one jackal maybe and like jackal is, is also a vertically scrolling shooter like this for the most part there was a little bit of horizontal bandwidth to it too but you know but and it was also on the ground of course you're controlling the jeep but i don't know it just it did not this feels like the physics of your movement do not have gravity-based friction to them (laughs) you're like you move around like a flying sprite you know both in speed which is fucking absolutely furious or, or infuriating most of the time and also just the feel of it it just feels like a flying sprite you know what i mean just say it. it's the jumping it's the jumping the jumping definitely fucking sucks i mean the even before getting to that though the 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 enemies the enemies like flight patterns and stuff also have an old school space shooter sine wave oh for sure feel to them i mean like you know the 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 hazards are presented as projectiles seemingly just floating around randomly at times which is also just like a very much a an old school space flying shooter kind of deal obviously the horizontally auto scrolling thing and yeah i don't know it's just it's a fucking a weird mashup uh, as far as that goes and yeah your your a button does jump you can jump and to some degree if you i don't know maybe it's very debatable whether you could qualify it as such uh, at times in this game, but B putters out your weaponry, and you absolutely have to get that turbo butt cranking on the attack, or this game is suck fucking city. I, you played with a normal controller? Oh yeah, of course. Did you turn the turbo on in no. the emulator? Oh my yeah, god, yeah. fucking kill me, dude! No way. <laughs> I was playing with the I was playing with the advantage, and I had the turbo cranked up a thousand percent for the for the firing. Oh man, you cheated! It's uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, no problem with that. <laughs> like none whatsoever. In fact, yeah. And... I mean, honestly, it's it really comes down to getting the freaking torch so you can just hold B, you know, and just walk around. Like that's that's really yeah. The but you know, it, it that I did not fucking diminish the difficulty of this game whatsoever. <laughs> like that's just like the baseline survival skill need it's not like i don't feel it really i clearly it's helpful i guess but i mean it, it, without it i mean how the fuck like those there's just no way man i don't know i, I came i can't even fathom that you're telling me that you beat this game without any turbo going on <laughs> i did i don't know what to tell you so <laughs> <laughs> well, way to go, i don't know what you were doing all right you're, you're a bigger video retro video game man than i the <laughs> Uh, a fun thing I did notice right away that I liked a great deal was when you, so you when you pause the game, the enemies and your projectiles both they maintain their animation. Like everything freezes in place still, but 
the animations of the sprites continue, which I'm sure, I, I, or rather I doubt, was any sort of intentional something. I'm sure it's a side effect of something, and they didn't think it meant anything at all. But it's a little weird and different than uh, you'd nor- usually when you pause a game, everything fucking stops. And it's just a weird, cute little thing because a lot of the sprites are so cute, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, I like it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a cool little thing. And... Um, I noticed and appreciated it, whether or not it was intentional. So getting into the game, this first stage here, the it's a jungle setting, and there's some water hazards that are instant death, and I fucking hate that in video games. Granted, <laughs> part of this kind of game, it's just the way they always work, but that's also why I don't care for most of these games. And the... Uh, but narratively, though, if you think about that, I mean, the, the fact that this apex predator caveman can't swim, I mean, get the, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Hey but, man, you don't know you don't know what's in those waters, so I think it's behooves you to steer clear. Sure, sure, but you should you should have a moment of, of at least panic to survive through to, to <laughs> yourself back out. I think he has the physical the uh, skill set that's needed to keep yourself above water for at least a second or two. But oh, man. what have you? The the pickups in this stage are in flowers that you shoot, and those are everywhere. And when you get hit, not only do you lose a life heart, but your weapon level is downgraded by one. And that is some really punitive shit. And that's, it's actually applicable to your, your speed upgrade, too, which sometimes is a fucking boon to, to get that downgraded. But it's, oh, yeah. it's still very, it's very punitive. And like when you, you know, there's times later in the game where like, you know, about, you're about to get into the boss fucking area or whatever. And like you get, you'll get whacked out of nowhere for, on some dumb shit. And, losing your your weapon upgrade at that you can't do anything about it there's no there's no like way to to fix that other than safe scum loading <laughs> and like that it, it's just yeah. such a punitive frustrating thing that pissed me off a number of times and so yeah so going through the stage you're you're hopping lily pads in the water and that is your first platforming challenge which is, you know it because it's top down it's just it's so rarely works in this kind of game platforming when you're when you're when your pov is not from the side (laughs) platforming is usually fucked up and in this game it is particularly fucked up because the hit detection on the landings i I think like I, i told you via text like i think fucking changes i think as the screen scrolls you where you would, especially as it gets towards the bottom of the screen and is about to go off, which sometimes, you know, the horizontal scrolling will force you to, you know, you're kind of in a jam there at the bottom of the screen and you're trying to avoid whatever the fuck's flying around and you need to not advance yourself on the screen and you're kind of holding back before you do that. And then you'll try to do some platforming as as it just just in the nick of time as it's about to scroll off and you would die like I felt like when 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 platforming would would scroll down to that part of the screen, it it would change like where you had to land and how you had to land to to not die on some of these lily lily pad things or jumping fucking holes later on and i mean holy shit dude like i I don't have any proof for it of course maybe i'm just pissed off and and inaccurate but i mean that was uh, to me just like the biggest fuck you have ever had in a video game maybe (laughs) it it was definitely tough for sure i mean in yeah particularly later i would definitely not say I wanted to quit playing, <laughs> but definitely have those moments where just 
you know, I kept dying over and over, not because I can't really make that jump, but because, oh my gosh, all this stuff flying at me while I'm trying to make these quick jumps, you know, right. and it, it just, you had to control it so carefully to not fly off some of the smaller jumps. So yeah, it's that, that's easily the toughest part of the game for sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, I, you kind of said it there, but like, usually you play a game like this. And you you know you you eventually get into the hang of whatever the physics in the game are, and you kind of get better at them, and you get a little more confident in them, and you you know you're not fucking stressed out about, or not as stressed out at least about, not even like you know, you know you, when you're in the middle of a of a of a particular platforming sequence, like of course that's intended to add stress to you as a player, but like I would be stressed the second I saw it. Because I knew I was <laughs> fucked. Because I knew I wasn't going to have control over what what the fuck was about to happen. Like and like and and that is not that's not right, man. That's not how a game should ever feel. <laughs> you know. So yeah, the fact that there was no ability, in my opinion, to get better at it was just wildly frustrating to me. And and I well, I, don't, I don't feel as good game design. <laughs> I know, man, I I think I did get better at it because I feel like it went like this first level. Here's some lily pads. Learn how to jump on these. Cause I really didn't have much trouble with them at all. Like I died twice, I think. And then I had no problem with those, the lily pad, no big deal. And then the next time it's like, here now jump. And we're going to throw all this stuff at you at the same time. Now figure it out. Like it just, they just amped the level up from like zero to 100. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they did not. They were not bashful about difficulty increases in this game for sure. Yeah, and like and, and to boot too. We and we talked about it a little bit. So with the speed power up, the boot pickup, it's uh, you know I mean, this they, they stack, man. Like I can't believe how, how fast you can become. <laughs> like you know, it's just like I don't even understand why because it's. It's not beneficial. Like, I mean, you know, yes, like avoiding the projectiles and the enemies, but the that max level speed is so fast that it's detrimental to avoiding things because you you you're moving too fast to really like if you're trying to like quickly pinpoint yourself to to move between two moving things, uh, you're it's impossible. Yeah, the odds of you getting it right and and nailing that are just oh, it's fucking minuscule, man. You know, there's a point. There's a point, and I think it's like one boot. After that, like you can't make jumps. Like, not not helpful. Yeah, not fucking helpful. So you know that. I mean, that's fucked. And, and there's no way to self power yourself down. And you know those fucking things are everywhere. So even if you're like if you're if you're strategically avoiding them for this reason, you're you're probably still going to fuck yourself because you're going to accidentally score one inadvertently, you know what I mean? And yeah, it's and I mean I, what then you take it you take a fucking hit and lose your weapon power up just to just to change that and fix it. Like I don't it's it's uh. it's it's a lot of strategy. I'll tell you that. That's how I felt. I would I would generally avoid those unless I was in a situation where I knew there were about to be a ton of enemies. And then I would grab one and just deal with it and like just hope that there's no, you know, imminent jumping situations yeah. happening. But yeah. <sighs> but then there's also situations later where I would purposefully get hit to power myself down because I, I knew there was like another power up coming that I could grab to, you know, get my power back up, but at least not be as fast. Mm, yeah. That's so it just it just that's, added another that, that's 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 high level adventures of Dino Ricky economy management 
Jay, I'm impressed. <laughs> uh, so it, also in fitting shooter fashion, you can, if you're just, this is another boon, I guess, of the, the, the turbo strategy that I employed, The you can uncover hidden pickups and power-ups by just spamming the fire button as you buzz around. Like things will, where the, the pickups will appear where you where a flower was not or whatever the stages pickup hiding item or, or sprite is you can find things in random places so that's always uh, well, it's kind of a, a shooter staple and and of course cool when you find cool shit and yeah it is it's such a i don't know it's, it's such a great feeling testing that hazy but like when you when you feel like i had there was there's a, there's a point in the in the very first stage i didn't have much recall of this game beyond the first stage but there was a point in the first stage right before that first lily pad actually which is <laughs> funny that they did they 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 put this there but off to the left there is one of those the the wing pickups and but it's hidden so if you run up to this little corner that looks like it's just a dead end right before some platforming you have to do and you shoot there the wings will appear and that you don't have to platform on that first set of lily pads which was such an incredibly satisfying feeling to be to, to think that was there and then run up and it'd be there and pay off was a very, very satisfying feeling. And it might have been, it might have been the last time I felt good playing this game, actually. Oh, that <laughs> that but, was the best. That, that was probably also a huge part of that was like me finding wings at key platforming moments right. so that I could just pretty much hold A and B at the same time and just kind of float above everything, right. melting everything with my fire and not worried about what's below me. That's the, that's the thing too. Okay, so you said they they never ran out on you and just fucking dropped you into a drink or something. Yeah, they never ran out on me. Like I've never had that happen. That's crazy. That happened to me a bunch of times. What? Yeah, I don't. You're sure you didn't just like accidentally let go of the button or? No, I'm positive the wings disappear and then fall. <laughs> yeah, I, when whenever I had the wings, that's another thing. Like I, I didn't, I never felt good with the wings because when I had the wings, I would always make sure that I was over top of something that I didn't, I wouldn't die. And like so, even like so, those those lily pad sequences, I would have the wings on, and I am literally, I'm still jumping. Basically, I'm still oh like, gosh, I'm, 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 I'm just like, you know, because the, the ones uh, there's the ones that reappear and disappear too. So like, I'm like. You know, like jerkily, because you're waiting. You have to wait for the scroll. The scroll is so slow that you're often waiting for something to scroll and and to get your next movement opportunity or, or good movement opportunity, anyways. So yeah, so there was plenty of times where I'm like, with at the top of the screen with my fucking wings, and I'm just like jerkily moving to the next fucking lily pad because I don't want to be over top the disappearing ones, and I'm definitely not flying over the water in general because I'm terrified that they're going to disappear on me because I had that happen to me a number of times. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm, maybe I had them at different moments than you then, because I never had that happen. I just, I either drop landed myself to get some pickup, or it was the end of the stage, or I got hit, or something. I don't, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, so in this the, the lily pad sequence on the back third of this first level is is pretty fucking brutal, especially I mean for the first stage. You, I mean you basically yeah, I mean I was just praying that my wings would last until I got onto dry land. In that case, I mean there was uh, especially early on having no comfort level with the jumping, uh, there was no chance I would have. I think I was completing that at that point, <laughs> the point of the game. Some of them are disappearing. There's also the little islands that move back and forth. You have to land on in between them, and those move fucking really fast, you know. And you have to like it's. You can you can walk from lily pad to lily pad or 
even onto those islands. So you don't need to do the jump, which is, of course, less stressful and easier to, to do. But it doesn't look like that's possible. <laughs> like it's 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 in conflict with what the their the, the aesthetic and the visual they're showing you and you know i it doesn't matter how far i got into the game or how many times i had to deal with shit like that i still would like not think of it the first couple because <laughs> it just doesn't look like that's right you know what i mean so yeah. that another just little stupid thing that would piss me off over and over and over and over again and yeah when the wings do expire dude there's no expiration warning that's the thing too. Like, they don't flash. It's just they just would just gone, you know. And that's crazy to me <laughs> that there's no warning at all that they're gonna drop you out of the sky. Uh, oh. Just another gut punch. Like, I cannot believe that didn't happen to you. I'm just fucking in shock. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I remember either having the wings for a lot of the time or just simply, you know, doing the jumps across. But like, I mean, that's an advantage advantage that I had from playing this because I remembered immediately that I could walk between lily pads if they were close enough. Right. So, like several of these, I had really, really no problems jumping across, you know, but it was still brutal. When, when I, the enemies came, it was still brutal. Yeah. I still see yeah, this very first stage. I still struggled towards the end here. So you work your way through that and the way all the, the these stages work and this one included, you get to a cave entrance and it's the scrolling just stops and then you have to walk your ass into the the door the cave entrance and then it is boss battle time and <laughs> the first boss battle is a pteranodon which as i've already described is a flying dinosaur pterodactyl is the more common dino moniker that people know basically the same thing and the arena is a single fixed screen and it looks what to as what i would call a cave interior and there's dedicated boss battle music. It will be used in all boss battles throughout the game, so that doesn't change, but it is a cool little ditty. He stays on the upper half of the screen, or the, in this particular boss anyway, stays on the upper half of the screen, and then it flies back and forth with like a constant swooping motion, I guess is the best way to describe it, and it also shoots a fireball at the apex of both the low and high points of the swoops, like one fireball at a time. And these are pretty slow moving and can easily be, easily be picked off with your projectile, thankfully. So I wouldn't say this boss poises too much of a risk, really. <laughs> it's pretty pretty simple. Especially uh, with the torch, you're melting him. Right. I had <laughs> I had the boomerang going in here, but yeah, same same thing. It was um, game time. Yeah, I don't know how many hits it took to frag him, but it, it was a lot of hits, but it, I still never really felt at risk at all. And this, I think actually I posted this, the video of this one on, on, on the socials, my, my battle with the pterodactyl. So you could, you could watch that super boring low risk fight if you want. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pr pretty cake. 20 seconds, maybe, I guess I would say that it took me uh, of just constantly fucking peppering his ass with the boomerang. That was a satisfying yeah. hit noise, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then when it dies, any of the bosses die, they explode in a way that is not really in line with something <laughs> being like something comprised of organic matter dying, you know? <laughs> it, it reminded me a lot, actually, by happenstance, of the death animation in Strider. <laughs> right, you know? light, light explosions. Right, exactly. Uh, which is, I don't know, it was funny to me that there was, I don't know, that, that such such close proximity games with such similar death animations for things. But 
it's not like that. I wouldn't call that a commonplace way things die. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, to me, it's 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 uh, significant that we played two games with it in such close proximity. But I also like it. So you, when you kill the boss and like a little death animation happens, your character, your Ricky's sprite, turns around to face the player POV with like a little smirk of satisfaction on his face, you know, which is <laughs> pretty, again, super cute. The, 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 yeah, the, Ricky, the Ricky sprite. <laughs> so that's stage one. And then it just, you know, the fucking stage interstitial screen comes up, says you're moving on to stage two, tells you how many lives you have and your score, I believe. And stage two has a dilapidated Greek Roman architecture vibe to the aesthetic of it. And it's in what appears to be a sandy desert region. And I wish Jab was here to school us on whether or not this is historically feasible. But <laughs> I wasn't going to really fucking try. Did some light Googling and couldn't really get an answer that was that I felt very confident about whether or not there was like Greek architecture, Roman architecture type deals in any, you know, truly desert places. I mean, the Roman Empire was fucking huge. So you think it's likely, but I don't know. Probably. Um, in fact, I know actually in Turkey, I know there was there was there was Roman architecture stuff. I remember the first time I filmed that that first flick I did there, we we shot in a place that had like a, a dilapidated Roman ruin bridge of some kind. So maybe yeah, very like possible. Right around there should have something like that. I right. So yeah, maybe it's real, or maybe maybe it's realistic. Not that it matters. It's fucking Dino Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> So the objects you shoot for pickups in this level are vases, vases, which seem a little Egyptian-y to me. And there are flying skulls of death immediately presenting themselves as flying in the flying enemy here. And they have a like a very weird wobble to their flight pattern. And they, I couldn't think of it. They reminded me of some toy that I could not fucking place, dude. And I don't know, just like this. Yeah, I don't know. They like, they, like They're moving in like a very smooth purposeful direction but like within that flight pattern they each have their own kind of like little orbit thing that's yeah. that's off kilter a little and and yeah it reminds me of some fucking toy that i just cannot quite put my finger on from my childhood but they're annoying though i'll tell you that like the introduction of those things uh yeah this level is all about it's more it's it's not as bad as you know, of course that's how they all are but the rehash levels later on of this are is really bad but they they try to put you in like restricted movement areas here which of course make flying sprites that don't have to adhere to those spatial restrictions difficult to deal with and then that's a, a big part of the difficulty factor of this level for sure they have uh, that said as, as as much as that might suck I, I would say that the the removal of the lily pads there's not really any platforming in this stage the the lily pads are replaced by these sinkholes that you do have to avoid but that's obviously different than having to land on a small thing <laughs> so these are much easier to to avoid i'd say for sure and there's also a lot of what i would call sphinx like statues so more again more in the egyptian theme that i mentioned for the bases and instead of the they have a dinosaur bone head instead of your kind of traditional pharaoh looking sphinx head like you would think of the egyptian sphinx as having and, and they breathe fire man brutal yep 
And actually, I was watching the playthrough video here, and I'm kind of pissed off that I didn't know this, but the fucker was flying, and he was flying over top of those, and I never would have guessed that you could have done that. But what? Yeah, man, I I had the wings on this level, and I was doing that. I was like, this is great. <laughs> yeah, that was, I bet it made it a lot easier. <laughs> so, yeah, so they, yeah, they fire these, like, huge intermittent, they're beams of fire. They're not, like, fireballs. They're, like, full-screen beams of fire that have little gaps in them that you can run through, and... Yeah, they can be frustrating at times. So, one of the one of the, another little avoidance thing I did find with them though, you could most of them you could run behind and mm-hmm. entirely avoid the fire, you know. So that was a nice. Yeah, but I mean, even here, like the part with the beams, it's not even those guys. It's the freaking skulls that come flying in, and the other thing sure. that. They- flying in for, at the diagonal range at you it's like you know it's they're just kind of there just to add it just just enough difficulty to make it difficult like, <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's that it, it's like i don't know I, I would i would call it classic like that's how that is just how that's that's like the the pro forma way shooters add and compound difficulty they just add an additional wave of sprites of things to avoid you know it's not i don't know it's such a I mean, it's just the, it's the genre, so like you can't bitch about genre conventions because that's just what that's why they are what they are. But it's part of why I hate fucking shooters. It's, it's just like it's just there's just no you know I don't know it's it's, it's not an organic difficulty. Uh, it's not an it's not an organic advancement of difficulty. It's just like add some extra shit to make it harder. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just doesn't feel good to me. Is is the only way I can describe it. And it's yeah, it's, it's why shooters just off so often don't do it for me. Maybe that's why I think this is one of the greatest games, and you're not sure if it's one of the greatest games. So, I mean, oh yeah, that that's because I love the I love shooters. Like I played so many of these games like this. So yeah, I, I dig it. Oh, teach their own. So if if you've been <laughs> cooking along with the fully powered up weapon, fire, and a, and a few speed boosts, uh, and you get dinged two or three times in a row, <laughs> this is the first time I noticed this in this level. Like the difference in play experience. Without those power-ups, it's just like it's just um, incredible. Significant. Yeah, how much of a degradation <laughs> it is to your to your sprite. You know, obviously it's it's attack capabilities, but all the speed thing is just the speed difference. I, I want to say, would you say there's three or four levels of the speed? Four, right? Same as weapons. Really four, yeah. Yeah, and and yeah, so like, you know, it's just incredible how much slower you are <laughs> when yeah. you get when you get whacked a few times. So it's yeah, it, yeah. All, it's nuts. Yeah, all it, it's like uh, it's almost like you know, it's like an asthma attack. Like oh yeah, for, for some reason I'm thinking of fucking Eric, Eric Thomas's uh, fucking motivational video. Uh, like when you when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, that's when you'll succeed. <laughs> and that's what I thought of when I when I fucking when this happened. Like all you can think about is how badly you need this and boot pickups <laughs> it's just like you know all you can think about is another breath uh when you're in that situation it was funny to me but so you were created there's for you know all those things we described there's not a ton of variance in this level there's not a ton of variance in any levels and you work your way to another cave entrance at the end of the stage and it is boss battle time again and the boss battle in this case is a tyrannosaurus rex and mm-hmm. This this 
uh, he or she also stays on that upper half of what I believe is the exact same cave interior arena screen as the first boss. And I would come to find definitely isn't every single one of them, including the final boss. And that fucking sucks. So <laughs> the, uh, this, the time random source Rex's movement pattern is stomping back and forth and basically the exact same movement pattern as the pterodactyl. And it does shoot fireballs just the same, but they're a little bit, a little bit of a faster clip. And kind of, I would learn here, or I realized here that all these bosses have the same, you do the same thing. You just stay in front of them. And particularly if you are using the turbo function and can just spam, you just stay in front of them and you will dust off their projectiles in your fire. And then eventually when they're not firing something, your projectiles will land and do some damage and then moving on, you know, so pretty much. Yeah. yeah, There's not a ton of difficulty with this, these, all the main boss. I would say the final boss had a little bit of an added requirement and a little bit of difficulty, but every boss prior to that was kind of the same thing to me. But that's not that's not how you're supposed to feel when you're fighting bosses. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time though, when you get through those levels, it's almost like it's almost like a reverse situation where normally you're you're fighting through this level, maybe it's not the hardest if it's a platformer, but you get to get to the boss and that's a harder experience. Here huh. that's why they're so called bosses, to... Jay, because that's how it's supposed to feel. <laughs> you're so happy to get to the boss, you're like, all right. I'm about to piece this boss up. A breath of fresh air. Then you get your breath. Then you get your oxygen. When you get to the boss, that's not how it's supposed to work. (laughs) Pioneering new new playthrough techniques. (laughs) Turning the genre on its head. What fucking, what progressive developers over there at Hudson Soft. (laughs) See, I dusted. Sorry, go ahead. I I was just saying, I don't don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. It was definitely uh, an easy boss situation. That is for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, true fact. I dusted dusted his ass off on the first go round. So, I actually, I did come down to I get down to two hearts and, and the lowly boomerang. So, like I I think he I think he hit me a couple times, but it's, yeah, still first fight deal. Though, <clears throat> if you the the one thing, if you don't stay in front of him, you can catch one because the and this is applicable to all projectiles finding in the game. If things are coming in, you know, you only shoot forward. So if anything comes at you from an angle or at an angle, which is what you were kind of describing with those wobbly fucking death skulls, you don't, you can't hit them. There's no way to fire off. To, I mean, if you get the torch and you have that spread feature, that's why the torch is so great, I guess, because it has a little bit of spread feature to it automatically. But you have no way of directionally firing. You know, you can't even, you can't even turn your, you know, even when you turn Ricky to the left or right or back. God forbid, you your your sprite or your projectiles still just go up. You know what I mean. So there's no way to attack anything at your sides or behind you, and that's another reason why this game sucks. <laughs> no. so, so so yeah, you can you know with it in the case of the the dinosaurs fireballs, like when he's at an angle, that's another reason you got to stay in front of him. It's not even about being able to hit him necessarily. It's just about being able to play defense, you know, without without getting whacked by his fireballs. So. Pretty much, but I mean, I I found it very pleasurable to have that torch spray mechanic 
and just basically be avoiding the bad guys that I'm not, that may be not getting caught by my spray. And it, you know, it's a fun time and piecing up the boss at the end with the torch. Also very satisfying. <laughs> I dig it again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, then it's on to stage three and what the hell would you call this place? Jay? I, I don't even know. <laughs> what the, the sick desert. I don't even like, right. I don't yeah. know. It's yeah, green. I, yeah, it's some kind of yeah contaminated wasteland or something, and it's also very desert-like. But yeah, everything is green, and there are animal skeletons strewn about everywhere. And the thing you shoot for pickups here are skulls, so there's no flowers growing anymore here in the wasteland. And there are new flying enemies here too, and there are these fucking alien-looking black spheres that fly in and then circle you in a spiral track that that kind of close in and restrict onto your sprite. And these fucking suck. If you don't, if you have a lower grade weapon, like got the first, if you have the first level weapon, you're, you're so far. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do anything like they, they, they're not for one kill enemies at all. You know? So if you don't have something doing some, some serious damage, you're not going to be able to eliminate them before they hit you before they close in and hit you. So yeah, those fucking suck. Oh man. Almost, almost as bad as those to me. Those stupid purple things. Yeah, the bone they, creatures. They don't even die. Like you hit them, you knock them down, but they can still hurt you when they're down, and they still shoot when they're down. Like, what's the point of even hitting them? Like, you, I might as well just avoid them and let them walk faster and go by you. Yeah, yeah. They're and they and yeah, they reanimate too. Yeah, they're they're basically. Yeah. I mean, what I equated them to is the bone koopas of Mario lore. You know, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, you, you kill them or you shoot them, and then they'll they'll, they'll they'll they crumple to the ground. And they briefly yeah become a hazard as as even when they're there, and then they reanimate and resume resume business. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're yeah they they they're extra shitty. And yeah, I mean you know in a, in a game where so much of your success capability is just about eliminating all the hazards on the screen. <laughs> so you have like a clean environment to to navigate with your shitty over sped up sprite like <laughs> that's that's a really tough environmental hazard to impose it's brutal man yeah. just oh, so bad that's why i loved it whenever i saw an extra power up fist i'm like give me that and eliminate all these guys like, <laughs> yeah and they they try to lure you into some cowboy shit in this level with with the platforming areas they like they put they do that you know kind of Mega Man I always call it a Mega Man thing where they put pickups in fucked up places and like entice you mm-hmm. to go there you know and yeah they they put pickups on these on the, like the platforms in this level are these tiny tiny little fucking things that it's just insane it's insane to ask this someone playing this game with that sprite and this control set to jump on those platforms is fucking insane (laughs) (laughs) so bad dude the platform in this level is so fucking bad yeah i i fell down the holes many times on this level i mean yeah and like and dude we're safe scummy can you fucking imagine playing this on og hardware where you don't have that that's fucking no way dude I did what? play it on OG you Hardware. You never beat this fucking level on OG Hardware. Go fuck yourself, yes, Jay. Did. Not... No, Dude. you did not. Go fuck you. You're out of your mind. You're. What you're... are you talking about? It, it, I 100 you, you, No, you, you, you're in in your PTSD state. You convinced <laughs> yourself that you did, so you could emotionally deal with the fucking sh- the shakeout of playing this game. There's no fucking way that you beat this level 
Or God, dude, the fucking heart of the, the the level four like reiteration of this level. Get the fuck out of here. There's no way, man. There's no fucking way you beat this game without game genie shit, dude. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get my brother, both of my brothers on this podcast to verify <laughs> beating this game. You're, you all, I I would say you all have the same shared PTSD experience. <laughs> Unless you can get on OG Hardware and fucking show me right now, I don't believe you. There's no chance that you'll get me to believe you. <laughs> oh, Josh, that's that great. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fucking way, man. Why, no don't you, way. why don't you go back through and beat it without playing it on Turbo first, and then we'll talk about it. I know I can't. I already I, fucking, <laughs> I It does not make me sad at all that I had to use uh, performance-enhancing aids to, to survive this. <laughs> I want to maintain my sanity, and I'm already angry enough. I don't need to, I don't need to make it worse. <laughs> fuck, fuck oh, I'm, not letting, I'm not letting this game do that to me. Uh, <laughs> so so they, they, uh, they do it. There's a new environmental hazard here that I do like a little bit, actually. There's these ruptures in the ground, like... I, I would I, I equated them to what I would I would call I would say earthquakes cause in a wily e. coyote cartoon, you know, where like <laughs> like they just these these ruptures enter from left and right edge of the screen and quickly kind of just uh, what do you like work their way across this all the way across the screen and they're not too terrible to jump over. Although I would say these are the ones where I often would would really feel the the pinch when I had to jump them as they were about to scroll off the screen i would always feel like i get fucked a little or would often get fucked on the the hit detection of landing after the fact these i, I felt like these would get me very often oh for sure that would definitely raise the the blood pressure like all right oh my gosh oh my gosh let's go let's go yeah but they look cool as they come in at least the animation for them is cool i like that and uh it it didn't happen until late in the level but eventually the the at least that I noticed anyways, uh, the decomposing skeletons will animate and crawl at you if you walk in front of them. And, and I thought that was, that's a really cool thing that I, I didn't expect. I thought those were just like environmental window dressing. And the first time one animated, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Yeah. And... Easy to avoid, though. I mean, they're, they're cool to see, but easy to avoid. Thanks. Yeah. Oh yeah, if once if you, once you know that I mean it was only the first time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the so I, we already mentioned, but the platforming shit at the end of the stage it just it just sucks fucking ass, man. I mean the, that last stretch having to tiptoe past there's like an area we have to tiptoe past one of those bone Koopa things we were just talking about, uh, and and the also a crawling skeleton on this like very narrow little straight while flying around at warp speed with the max level boot power up it just was just again just no I mean without safe scumming there's no way there's just no way there's no fucking way under i actually had wings on this part so i just flew over the end of this level i didn't and that would have been nice and then i got i got hit right at the at the boss (laughs) something knocked me down right at the boss but yeah i flew over like most of this yeah i mean i would you know when i that's it's it's one of those tough safe scumming things because sometimes you just don't you don't save the right place and you save past something you wish you hadn't saved past and kind of put yourself in a, a predicament you wish you hadn't put yourself in and that's that's the you know the the tough part about safe scumming but you know like i i, I would sometimes you know get into a place and sometimes load and this like fucking waste entire loads just trying to search every pixel on the screen trying to find wings because like i want to just fucking skip this shit (laughs) uh and yeah i often would not be able to find them so i I thought of that and tried and wanted badly for it to be the case but 
uh, not nearly often enough was able to make it happen. I mean, speaking of finding things, okay, we're we're on stage three now. Have had you at any point up to this point found the macho power up? I did not. I did not find it until stage. Might have been. Was it four? Four two, four three. Yes, four two is the first time I found one. But I didn't find it this entire playthrough, which is ridiculous right. to me. You know what's funny too? You're saying that, and I was again. I had the playthrough playing over here on the right, as I'm as I always do. And this motherfucker had a bunch. Was getting them. He had one in the first stage. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're out there. But yeah, I didn't I didn't find any of them until very late in the game either. Yeah, I found that. So yeah, the 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 Ricky. It's it's the Macho Ricky power up and. Well, one, it plays a super cool, cute little power-up sound when you get it. It's worth highlighting the instruction manual description of this fucking thing, <laughs> which, go, which goes as such. Dino Ricky will turn into Macho Ricky and attack enemies by throwing the other self. <laughs> and you know, I'm going to guess we're losing something in the translation efforts there, but basically your sprite becomes this very muscle-bound sprite, and your projectile turns into exact replicas of your sprite. So, you know, you're just throwing your own sprite basically out. So that's what the fuck it's talking about in that really poorly translated way. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, so you didn't get to use it at all. Then you have no opinion about how it, its functionality. Well, no, because I after the fact, I looked up like a cheat code and played around with it just to experience it. Because I was like, why didn't I pick this up the entire time? But yeah, it's 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 interesting. I, I view it as like just a larger version of the torch. Like I would shit. say it fires at a slower rate, though, and I, I think it fucking sucks. I think it's a shit power-up, dude. Yeah? You're not invincible, which is insane. I thought for sure that I'd be invincible I had it. And getting getting hit knocks you out of it, just like any other power-up, you know what I mean? Which is fucking stupid, I think, for what it's supposed to represent, you know? So, yeah, I did. I was not... I didn't dig it at all, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the actual... the I would say the fire rate is much slower than the than the torch, you know? Uh, yeah, I had the torch for like the majority of the time playing, so that that made my experience way way easier. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so that's Macho Ricky, but yeah, I hadn't found one by then either, which is you know I don't know. Nuts. Good. I guess it's supposed to be the biggest power up, so it should be scarce, but whatever. Whatever. And so yeah, at the very end of the stage, there's a stupid fisher they throw at you right before the boss cave that got me the first time I made it through that like really tough stretch there with like the 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 narrow straights and the and everything so it was you know i don't know a real fuck you moment where you're just like think you made it you see the cave you had this thing you, you thought you, you it was very difficult and took a million tries and then they just like one last gut punch before <laughs> you're like motherfucker <laughs> that's exactly what happened to me the first time i came made it through because i had the wings the very first try and i was like oh look at this this is cakewalk and then boom I was like, ah, oh, darn it. Yeah, and you, dropped, you dropped to the ground and it got you with that? Yep, and I had to like go and jump my way through the next time. That's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Tough, tough titty. So so you get to the cave, the scrolling stops, you enter, it's boss battle time, and King Cobra is your adversary here. And it's, again, same fucking cave boss arena, and I was becoming increasingly unhappy about this. And they do some... There's a little bit of behavioral vari variance here, though, to this boss's sprite, to their credit. And the boss, so it doesn't, the, the cobra doesn't move, really, per se. It, it teleports, and it can, 
it can materialize after its disappearance on the lower half of the screen too. So it's the first time that's the case. The first two bosses would only would would stick to above the midpoint, you know, and kind of gave you a clean space to work from. And in this case, this fucker will just appear anywhere, you know, and that of course is more difficult. And because like it, it shoots those fireballs and it, you know, it has a pretty good clip at them too. And if you're not, if you don't get yourself right in front of it, when it first appears and can, you know, set up the defensive effort to uh, counteract its projectiles, you're like, you're, it, you're going to get whacked for sure. You know? So like you, if you're, if you're far away, if you like, if, if, if you see it appearing like on the super close to the bottom of the screen and there's not a chance to get in front of it, you know, you do have the time to make the decision like, okay, I'm not even going to try that here. I'm just going to avoid it. And if you're far enough away, you can avoid the projectiles. But if you're like trying to get to that space and you fail, you're taking damage. <laughs> yeah, I must have done that then because he he definitely took away my fire and I had to beat him with the boomerangs, which I did. But it was like, oh, darn it. <laughs> yeah. It's a bummer. So, yeah, a little bit, you know, a little bit of increased difficulty here. But once you know those two once you discover those two caveats it's not terribly difficult and yeah i was i had the boomerang in here and i just fucking stood in front of him spammed him and then run to the next instance of that you know so did not have a terribly difficult time with him i'm pretty sure i beat him on the first try as well and um that's the midpoint after these messages we'll be right back that is a 1987 Japanese market adventures of Dino Ricky TV commercial. And I normally don't go outside the U S for these commercial breaks, but fuck this game. Who, <laughs> who knows what's being said in that thing? I have no idea. <laughs> so interesting to me that they're, I felt this way about we had a UK commercial or what I think was a UK commercial. Maybe it was Australian commercial a, a while back. Like, it's so interesting to me that they're not 30 seconds. Like I, I to, like I, I can't even not, I can't even begin to express how like in cement I thought that, that, uh, that, that structure commonality was, was the case. You know, like I, I thought like I, the idea that they're not 30 seconds everywhere to me, I just can't even like, put my wrap my mind around it <laughs> like a how, whole new world outside the united states josh yeah it's <laughs> crazy. i wonder how long you know in the u uh, it's different now with streaming platforms and shit but you know back in the day like commercial breaks used to be like exactly three minutes you know and it would be you know six commercials or four commercial whatever you know whatever it would be like a very structured thing like yeah. so does that mean that they also that they just have more in the same amount of time or did they have would just be fewer in a, a shorter amount of time total like what's the like how did that play i would love to know love to see the data i guess uh, about how that exactly played out and I, I wonder i wonder how accessible something like that is probably not very much so yeah i don't know i'm sure we can look it up next uh, time for the podcast yeah next time next time i'll do the research next time i'll try harder when i'm not more upset the state so stage four one is the the where we're at here so we're back to the exact same environment as the first stage and that's what we're going to do here we're going to go through all the same three stages again just harder and <laughs> like to say that's not impressive for a game with only five stages to begin with which that actually that's its own thing too the instruction manual i think said there's five stages and i think that all the more points to it's because or not because but the fact that we talked about a triceratops and there isn't one 
Like I think that's I think that's something because there there's only there's a bunch of like there's a four one four two four three four four there's no stage five and I'm almost certain the instruction book had said there were five stages so I feel like there was a plan to have another stage and it had a fucking triceratops in it and they just didn't get to it or they didn't have the space for it or they didn't have the time for it or they didn't give a fuck because they're like this game's shitty anyways who cares <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like what you're saying is this might not be the greatest stage you've ever seen in a game but stage four one is an okay stage i, I would agree with that it's an okay stage <laughs> and four two are definitely like slimmed down versions of the first two but they weren't really they were hard they were pretty easy to me like i flew through really Fuck yeah. you man no that's the whole thing is like yes they're sl- they're a little they're a little leaner in length but they are way ramped up in difficulty and and hazard what? being a oh wow dude i flew through the first two and then died like probably four hundred times on stage four three. <laughs> yeah, four like three probably sucks. at least four hundred. Don't get me wrong, four three sucks more, but four one and four two suck also. Yeah, I mean, I I actually I astonishingly miraculously made it through that opening lily pad shit in four one here on the second try. Like he told you, yeah. you got you got better at it. See, I I, I think it was just fucking blind luck, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was easily. Not easily. It was potentially being realistic here and not 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 hyperbolic. My most impressive gaming accomplishment for this podcast to date. <laughs> Look at that. And it happened on such a classic, classic game revered by so many gamers worldwide. That's such a such a great accomplishment, Josh. Yeah. And so the, you then pass through a constricted snake-like path in the middle part of this level after that first lily pad sequence. And there are, this is kind of what I talked about for the second stage, stage two earlier on, where they, they put you on this like track where you have to work your way through this constricted area. And then the flying enemies, of course, don't have to deal with that. So in this case, they like they put this, give you waves of a million of them and, and make you do that. And that is hard. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I had wings on this part. Pretty sure. Can, can you fly with wings? Are you able to fly over those? Yeah. Instructions? Can you like fly over walls and stuff with the wings? I feel like no, right? The walls? Uh... Well, yeah, I'm I'm talking about like so in the middle of the stage. There's it. It, it honestly, you know what it reminded me of? It looked like a, a thing from Metal Gear, <laughs> like a, a part of a part of the giant. Oh yeah, I don't I don't think you can fly. I mean, yeah, you can definitely fly over that for sure. Can you? Yep. Where, where you'd otherwise have to walk around it, yeah, you can totally yep. fly over that, like the grassy tree area. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. Totally. Well, again, good for you, Jay. This is your fucking. That's why you enjoyed this game more. You did fucking. We're flying through the whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, a completely different gaming experience versus trying to walk through all this stuff and getting like bounced every five seconds. <laughs> so you get through that part, and there, the latter third of the level is an absolute fucking bitch dude it's an obscene platforming sequence with disappearing lily pads and those small moving islands and it's un particularly with the all powered up foot speed which i was it was just i i felt to be completely unreal like maybe i wrote down here 20 save scum loads saving like each way like every (laughs) time i land on another block i'm like save 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 (laughs) i mean on og hardware just go fuck yourself hudson soft there's no way Dude, I'm telling you, yeah, man, I, I definitely had the wings because I'm like, dude, this is a breeze. Like, this is like a slim down stage one. Like, they didn't even make it hard. Like, all right, let's go. Makes me upset to even listen to that. If you can, <laughs> if you can, if you can survive that, 
however you did it, uh, less stressful in your case, more so in mine. You run into another cave entrance, and it's boss battle time, and then you're back in the cave. And I, got, I go into the cave, I'm waiting for the boss to come out. What's it going to be? And it's the fucking pterodactyl again. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and to make it worse, its behavior and difficulty are the exact same as the first encounter. And that is just so bad. So are you, so are you sure it's not flying around faster? I think it might be. <laughs> sure, it's not, no, fuck it. It's the same game. Same exact fucking thing. And like, you know, yes, you like boss rush. Like you can say, well, it's not a boss rush. Even it's just, you're just doing it again. Like if, you, if you're going to, if, if you're going to, if you're going to go the boss rush route as a ladder game thing, you know, it needs to be an actual rush. You can't just put, the, you know, you, you can't just do this. It's like a whole stage of the same thing and the same boss. And you do that again. Like it, fuck you. Like that's not what this is. It's just lazy repetition. It's not a boss rush. I, I, I refuse to acknowledge it as such. I, I don't know, Josh. I, I feel like this is such a glass half empty view. <laughs> such a classic stage. I, I, I must disagree, sir. Mm. <laughs> well, so, since it was so much faster, Jay, did you have a harder time with a pterodactyl this time? Not at all. <laughs> I didn't think so. So, yeah, you get through that and you go to stage four, too. And it's not stage five, which caught me by surprise. And <laughs> it's actually, yes, it's, it's just, again, the same style of stage two and I, like i was thinking about like, i was literally thinking about I, I said out loud i think like what the hell is going on here <laughs> what's going on like ugh, whatever so you know it's, it's so it's it's different it's more spatially restricted and more difficult you know than, than the other state the first stage two <laughs> and the sinkholes are fucking everywhere in this thing like there's yeah next to no clean space to move in <laughs> I, I did die a few times on this stage for sure yeah this is where i got my first macho ricky situation oh, did? oh man yeah. okay and, but I, I didn't even like i said i didn't feel it helped my life at all to be honest with you uh i think i i actually you know what yeah fun fucking fact i had to save scum load in the area that I got that, and when I loaded it the second time, I, I intentionally did not pick it up. That's how much I mm. did not. So that's not a good thing. It's benefit at all. This is actually one stage where I often picked it up the speed boost just so I could like move. Yeah, there's, there's no fucking. There's no fucking platforming. Yeah, there's no <laughs> platforming. So of course. So yeah, sure enough, get to the stage and the same bullshit Tyrannosaurus Rex boss battle at the end. So I don't even want to talk about that. And uh, <laughs> stage four, three, you guessed it. This is just a shorter but harder version of stage three. And the flying skull enemies that come in at an angle from the bottom of the screen can't really be avoided. And that's total fucking bullshit. Because like I said, you can't fire back behind you and things in this stage come in onto the screen from there. So you have no chance to attack them until they're past you. And that fucking sucks. Dude, this level was so hard. I died so many times. Yeah. Yeah. So many times. Yeah. The tiny platform at the end is just total fucking bullshit, man. I mean, all the platform in this game is total fucking bullshit. But the platform at the end of this level is just obscene. It's obscene. And it's, this is where I really started. The, I was yelling about the visual and the hitbox of the platforms being absolutely fucking atrocious here. You know, I, I felt it was changing on me. Yeah, I this is where I had to sit and like analyze my jumping. Like, okay, how do I jump? Like, how am I landing? What? How am I pressing the button? Like, I have to <laughs> be so detailed get, with it. Get out! Get out my protractor. <laughs> I must apply this much pressure, 
and this press up on this much just to land on this thing at this precise moment. Yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, it sucks. And King Cobra is the boss battle, as you might expect. Uh, I will give you, there was noticeably more HP for, for this iteration of the Cobra. But otherwise, it was the exact same shit, different stage number. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. And I actually did notice one, the only difference <laughs> in this, other than I guess that, like I said, that higher HP that I felt I noticed. But when I won, and maybe it was in the, the first two re up of the boss battles too, but I didn't, I didn't clock it. When I beat the King Cobra here, the thing where Ricky turns around to face the screen, mm-hmm. he actually raised his hand in addition to the smirk. So like he raised an arm up like a victory. Oh, yeah. I, thought it, I thought he did that all the time before. Oh, I'm pretty sure not. I'm pretty sure the first hmm. run through of the state, like I said, he may have done. I didn't, I didn't check the, those, those first two, uh, second iteration boss battles, but the, the the original ones definitely not for sure. Gotcha. And I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm a little bit. It like throws me off because yeah, I mean, I, I you know, it's just like it's a it's a little minute thing that I'm just uh, amazed that they dedicated some thought and effort to. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they they had their little shiny moments here and there. So next up is stage four four, and they're out of stages to repeat. So what now? so they decide no they're 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 not what now they're gonna do another fucking installment of a a level we've already seen and it's back to that goddamn desert motif in this case and i was just when that when i saw that dude i i i i I, you know i wasn't gonna walk away because i was so far in and we got to do a podcast but like if if i was playing just for the fuck of it and i got to that for the first time i just i i don't know if i could have just I, I, I think I'd have been too disgusted to continue. <laughs> it's just so fucking lazy and pathetic to me. I just I could not fucking believe that they did that. It was amazing to me. Wow. Just the, the level of disgust is just, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> this game sucks so fucking bad, dude. The, and, and, and as you might expect, this stage is a goddamn trash fire. <laughs> but, uh, but I did feel like I discovered a cheese tactic that I was very proud of. That made me feel like it was like a little bit of a fucking <clears throat> stuck them uh, that they didn't. I don't think they expected this to be the case or be be possible. But so the fire, they, you know, just like fucking you know, you're repeating the stage. So it's just all the same environmental hazards. And they have those fire breathing sphinxes in the stage. And they they did, they did expect that you would figure out running behind them because they tried to counteract that here in this level by putting sinkholes, not even appearing and reappearing ones. They would just have permanent sinkholes blocking the space behind them where you would usually you know go to avoid dealing with with the fire at all so i learned that i could jump the hole and kind of wrap myself around the back of the sphinx in one jump you know and like it i would it was almost like it felt like i was like attaching myself to the side of the sphinx and then just wrapping my myself around the corner <laughs> you know i mean it did not feel like i was not jumping it was not a straight line your character can't really change its direction that it's jumping midair it's not like mario in that sense so i don't feel like i was supposed to be able to do this you know what i mean that, that is a lot of work to avoid that little blast like that is as well <laughs> well in this game i had to find my little victories jay <laughs> to fucking make it through i had to find my little victories oh man yeah. I had more. I had more of a problem with the freaking little purple guys who would try to shoot me 
while I was avoiding the the fire blast from the Sphinx. Yeah, those suck too. But the stretch run is designed to make it borderline impossible to take advanced ballistics into the final bass bottle, which is absolutely crucial to do to beat that fucking thing. So yeah, yeah I mean if you don't if you head in there with a pea shooter, you are fucked, buddy. <laughs> so yeah, I probably scum loaded and ran that last 30 seconds of this level. Man, I don't know, man. I, it, triple digits, I would say, probably. You know, if, if you count like every, because you know, a lot of the loads would be like load and then immediately die immediately, or or something bad <laughs> happened immediately, or just something not go, not going the right way. And I'm just like, fuck, load again. You know. So yeah, dude. I mean, I spent, I don't know, eight minutes maybe, <laughs> which is long for a 30 second sequence of of this fucking game. But yeah, probably longer than eight minutes, probably 15 minutes. Of fucking trying to get through the last 30 seconds of this level. And, you know, that's with safe coming. So, again, if you, like, transpose that onto OG hardware situations, I mean, I don't know, what, four or five years of your life? <laughs> oh, <Jeff>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, no. It's it's totally possible. It definitely sucks. But, yeah, it, it's totally possible. I, I did the same thing. I, I first made it to the boss with, like, just the rocks. And I was like, what? Nope. I need to go back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, the whole level all over again. But I need better freaking weapons for sure. And I like I went in, and he took down all my powers, but I still was able to beat him. So he still pieced me up to the point where I like had to beat him with rocks. But uh, now, nah, dude, this, the second yeah. I would lose my shit, I would just fucking load. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I def I definitely saved right before I went in. <laughs> yeah. so, I had no qualms with uh jumping back and trying again clean yeah i got in there i, I was able to get the the boomerangs and then yeah, um so yeah so you fucking get to this looks just like all the others you fucking get to the cave you go in it looks the fucking cave interior for the final boss battle and the first thing i like to say is uh, about this battle is that i am so glad i was playing this with the advantage controller uh i i felt a joystick was so clutch in this battle for the, the movement pattern that I would work out to avoid the various hazards this prick presents mm -hmm. with the control pad, I, it would have been so much worse, I think. So, so much worse. So I, I, I take a small amount of pity on you that you played it that way. But it is. So, yeah. So the, the boss is a, it's a huge fly mutinoid and it's flying back and forth at the top of the screen. And it spews both its own stock boss projectiles that I think all the bosses had the same projectile from its head. And there are also these little mini fly hatchlings that fly down from the top of the screen at, at the, the right and left peripheries. And then they, and this is like also kind of just classic flying space shooter stuff. But when, as they come down the side of the screen, when they get on the scan line that you, that your sprite is on, they, swoop inward directly at you at that height level on the screen you know so what that means is you can kind of dictate when they do that you know what i mean you have you have yeah. influence on when you can get those things to fly in and that's super critical because if they fly in at the bottom of the screen you can't shoot them so if you are able to convince them to fly in at a higher level you can then swoop down and shoot them and eliminate the the hazard they present you know what i mean because with the fireballs that the fly is shooting mixed with those like that's where the real hazard of this is it's just the environmental like you don't have the space to fly around because you're also obviously trying to attack this fucking thing the whole time so you're trying to get into a position where you 
have an offensive attack capability while, you know, of course, avoiding all the shit that's just randomly fucking flying around the room. So being able to kill those things and eliminate them and create some opening for yourself is critical for making this whole fucking thing work, you know. So that is where the challenge lied in this this baby. Um, it also the the lastly the 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 fly would sometimes split into two mm-hmm. two iterations of itself and kind of do the same movements at the top of the screen and they both could fire those projectiles. I'm pretty sure that you could that both would take damage. You know that that kind of thing can sometimes have the the situation where one of them is just a you know, a, 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 holog- a hologram or something, you know, theoretically, and it does not take damage, and there's a main sprite that you have to keep attacking. So, I wasn't able to discern for sure, because there's no fucking feedback, which is also shitty, <laughs> uh, as to whether or not you're doing damage to the thing, you know what I mean? So, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, I don't know. Oh, I definitely had that thought. I was like, am I hitting the right one? I Okay, we're just, I have no idea. Let's yeah. go with it. Right. Shitty video game design. And... <laughs> It's the same same battle arena, same battle music, same battle bullshit. Uh, it took me three tries to get through this fucker. And it seemed to be about staying in front of him as well, uh, you know, same as it was with all the others, to counteract the projectiles he shoots while continuously slooping down to keep the baby flies inward movements from happening too low on the screen. So, you know, it was, I would say it's was mildly challenging in general, but probably immensely so comparative to the other bosses. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So my boss battle vid is on the YouTube playlist. The link is in the show notes. And, you know, I'm, uh, what kind, what level of, of, of challenge did you find this baby to be? I mean, yeah, definitely more challenging than the other bosses for sure. Cause yeah, I, same way. I, I felt like I needed higher level weapons to come and beat him just with all the stuff going on. But yeah, I, it, it took me down, like I said, from the boomerangs down to the rocks. And so I was kind of like, oh, man, am I uh, going to lose this thing or am I going to have to come back and try this again? But I, I was I was able to take him out. So more of a challenge. Which first try? Then? Uh, no, it was not the first try. I think I tried it like twice. Yeah, okay. So when it dies, <laughs> the, the same exact death animation happens and the same victory music cue plays. <laughs> And the same smirk and hand raise thing from the Ricky Sprite. And then it just fucking loops back to stage 1-1! One, one! There's no title screen! No poorly translated congratulations text on a black card! No acknowledgement you beat this absolute piece of fucking 8-trash shit whatsoever! I hate this fucking game, Jay! I cannot fucking believe you like this game! <laughs> well, when you put it like that... I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I was definitely disappointed when when that happened because I was like, ah, that's why I don't remember there being like an end sequence because I was like, when you said you can't not beat this game, I was like, I don't remember the end sequence from this game. Why don't I remember the end sequence? Because there is no end sequence. Yeah, yes. I immediately started googling play vids. Like I like I thought I, I thought I, I something was broke or something. I thought something was fucked up. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I started Googling play vids to see if that was really it or if I was supposed to do something differently. Like maybe that was the bad ending. I don't know. Like, bleh. But nope, that's fucking it. That's the, that's the game. And yeah, the, the only, there is actually a victory condition. And this, to me, it pisses me off more that this is the case as opposed to, you know, just nothing because at least nothing like you're, you're not even 
pretending that you're trying and you're just like, fuck you. <laughs> you, know, you already, you already gave us the money for the cartridge. Go fuck yourself. The, <laughs> the, the, the victory condition is, which I, if I hadn't watched the play video, I never even would have noticed it. But if you soft reset the system, which is, that's insane too. Like the idea that kind of going back to the whole high score thing existing, like, you know, that you turn the, you turn the game off. It, you don't, it doesn't save the scores. Like you know, you don't like, that's the way you play these games. But if you soft reset the system, so if you were to hit the reset button, if we were talking OG hardware, if you just hit the reset button, because, you know, the game, so I guess if you also, if you went, because it restarts the game, I guess if you died, like went through all your lives, but that would require playing this game a second time or like thinking you're going to play a second game this time. <laughs> and who the fuck kind of psychopath would do that? <laughs> but anyways, is if, if you get back to the title screen, whether it's by reset, soft reset or going through your lives, the little Ricky sprite, on the title screen will have changed outfits. So instead of the little caveman leotard fur deal over the one shoulder thing, mm-hmm. he's in he's in this little modern white t-shirt and brown bib overalls outfit, you know. Which if you read the story, it talks about like the, the story of this game suggests that Dino Ricky is this incredibly progressive caveman that needs to like tame the earth or tame the wild around him to advance human society, you know? So this is like, to me, was a little hark to that, that he is now in, you know, a more modern genetically Darwin, Darwinistically advanced place. You know what I mean? In this new outfit. So like, to me, it was incredibly heady. And like, if the game would have been good, that would have been a really cool touch. But and what and what game has such depth to it, Josh? Like what game was ahead of its time? Fuck you and this game, Jay. appropriate as we just beat this thing josh (laughs) how much fun did you have tell me about your verdict for the blessing i hate this fucking game no way (laughs) it's it's cute i like some of the sprite work it's relatively short thankfully and what i think this game was intended for younger children and that you know we talked about the boss battle ease Mm -hmm. and i think that's where that comes from. I think they intended this to be for younger children, but then terribly executed on so many control fronts that it actually became borderline fucking impossible. So it was not right for kids. You know what I mean? And, you know, if you want to make a shitty game and, and put the player through all this dog shit stuff, fine. Like You, you are not alone in committing that atrocity as, as an 8-bit developer. But you had better fucking have some kind of win state payoff. And at the very least, a half, like a half-assed screen of text or something. And, you know, this doesn't even feign bothering. Just looping to a new game. I mean, like, like I kind of want to know if they actually have the gall to up the difficulty for that second playthrough. But, I mean, fuck, there's no chance in hell I'm wasting part of my life on, on looking that up or particularly playing the game and, and, and discovering firsthand. Like, yeah, <laughs> fucking terrible. It, it's, it's, it's worth, like, the 
you weren't around for, but we've talked about it. The, the first game Jab and I played for a game episode was Ghost and Goblins, and a lot of similarities in that. Like a lot of a lot of similarities in just like a, a brutal, stupid difficulty level and just an, an overall poor play experience. But in that case, they at least had the decency to have some sort of story wrap up before throwing you into another shit playthrough. Like they also just looped the game at the end. But they they did at least give you a a win state situation before doing that. And then to boot, it's a different win state when you beat it the second time. And that's mm. the real shit of this, is that you would play this game a whole second time and still not get anything. And that is just apocalyptic level bullshit for <laughs> a, 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 a fucking development choice. And yeah, fuck this fucking game. No way. <laughs> the worst fucking game we have played for this podcast. And maybe the most disgusted I've ever been by an Apid video game in my entire life. <laughs> I, I, was, oh my gosh, I can't even continue. <laughs> I mean, such a strong reaction you have. Mm, I, 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 okay, so did I have fun? Yes. Would I recommend it to someone else? Yes. Would I consider playing it that's, again? That's how you get fucking pipe bombs in your mailbox, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> would, would i consider playing it again via some kind of like remastered version absolutely and i will concede that it is super it was definitely super disappointing for there to be no kind of like end sequence but then again there was no beginning sequence there was no story at all through this game it's just <laughs> hey this is what you're doing and there's pleasure in that simplicity and so as aggravating as the platforming could be, especially if you've accidentally picked up too many of those speed boosts, then it's as damn near impossible. I by the rule by the laws of nostalgia, I I, I must give this the blessing. It's insane. <laughs> but it's still it's still uh uh everyone claims it's still a free country, so I, I guess we can't we can't do anything about this, but <laughs> uh, the first split decision. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, All right, that's fucking Dino Ricky. Let's not talk about it anymore. And <laughs> the next up, we are reading Team Sega Newsletter Seven, and Ooh. I love the something I really love about that is how light the load is on that, given it's around twenty pages, and how fucked up my schedule will be for the next couple of weeks, and that's perfect. So. <laughs> Team that's Sega newsletter. This yep. is new territory. Uh, yeah, it's the last one of these too. It's so we are super close to Sega Visions. I and I don't know offhand what the because you know we've had it's the, the last news Sega newsletter was uh, fucking like six months ago or something, which is why we haven't had a Sega mag in a while. But I'm pretty sure the whole point of this was that it was like prepping you for Sega Visions being right around the corner. So I don't think there's the same level of of time lapse between this last newsletter and the beginning of Sega Visions. So that means that uh, we are on the doorstep of, of Sega Visions, and that makes me excited a great deal. Nice. So that'll be fun, and you can subscribe to the pod on the platform provided by whatever dumbass company that serves up your pottery, and please rate and leave positive shit for the pod on that podcast platform of choice or any other for that matter. If you just want to float around and do some clerical work on our behalf, the website is nyehentertainment.com forward slash ISOH pod. You can email us directly at ISOH podcast at gmail.com. 
You can follow the pod on Facebook. You can link to the YouTube gameplay videos playlist through the show notes. And there's also the ISOH subreddit if you want to get down with us on Reddit. And Jay, what are your socials? Uh, Gentleman JB without the second E. That's my gamer tag and my social tag everywhere. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Josh Follen and on Instagram at my ship key is broke. Okay, bye. Fuck this game. Bye. <laughs> bye. This is the Imperial Scrolls of Honor. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs>